Uh, well, Leo, welcome to Game Quiz. Thank you so much, Camp. It's a pleasure to meet you in, in person finally after so many years of being a part of the community. And so you come from, you live in Denmark, but you're from Romania. That's right. So I, I moved there uh, about 10 years ago to study and now I work there and I live there permanently. And how did you get introduced to Game Quiz? Like, when did you first find us? What, what year was that, do you think? I remember quite specifically, the year was uh, 2019. Um, it was about two years after I finished my studies and I started my own company. And the company did well for a while, but then competition was very fierce and was like they were cutting us on prices and aggressive marketing. So then the, the business wasn't doing so well. We weren't earning enough money. Um, in fact, we lost a, a bunch of money. Um, so I started using gaming as a sort of coping mechanism to deal with, let's say, the failure, which should have just been like a lesson, right? So I was using gaming also while my business was still running. And obviously my focus sort of diminished on the business as gaming seemed more interesting and there were more rewards there. Um, so uh, towards the end of 2019, I had enough of that. And I started searching online for resources. And luckily I uh, stumbled upon uh, Game Quitters and read a bunch of articles. Uh, I think you even had some podcasts at the time. So I was like, okay, this is actually a big source of my problem that I'm letting gaming um, sort of control me in a way. I'm using it as a pacifier instead of dealing with the business. If it's not working, pull out the plug, and if it's working somehow, try to improve. So I quit uh, games, I tried the 90-day detox, and then I just kept going actually after that. Um, and yeah, it was really a, a big help because um, then my, my life turned around completely after I stopped gaming. So what has been since then, it's been like three and a half, four years almost. And since then, I joined the graduate program for two years, where I went to England for one year, and I was working for one of the biggest energy companies there. Then I was in Copenhagen for another year, working for an aviation company, also very interesting. And then I got yet another job in um, working with wind turbines, which is sort of the thing that I enjoy working the most with, and I worked in the past with but and I don't think any of that would have been possible if I would have still been like hooked on games and not controlling my, my gaming addiction. Um, and that started in early childhood and I didn't even realize how destructive it was. It was just like a coping mechanism. Um, but then thanks to your resources and thanks to your like, yeah, you know, you have this newsletter and I mean, sometimes it was like magic you were sending them and I was like, I'm craving to play so much right now. And then I would receive a newsletter and I was like, oh, here's the benefits of not gaming and here's the story and it helped me stay consistent, right? So huge thank you for that. Thank you for all the resources. And when you were playing, what games were you playing? I was playing mostly RPGs, like story-based RPGs. And the ones where you would like essentially simulate real life, you could land on buy properties or 
you know, go on missions, meet uh, women, whatever. Um, so games like Witcher, uh, some game called Gothic, um, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Um, yeah, some some sort of games that were... Uh, I also play shooters. I, when I was having my uh, business, I was so hooked on Overwatch and just like climbing that ladder and then grinding. Um, and one thing that made me laugh at myself was that before I used to laugh at people who played Counter-Strike all the time because I found it boring. I thought like it's the same map for like 10 years now and you're still playing on the same map and it's, you know, to me it seemed boring. And then I realized, wait a second, Overwatch is just like Counter-Strike. You just have some characters. You just have some more combos, but essentially you're playing the same match, the same maps, you know, hundreds of times in a row, just trying to get better and trying to climb this this ladder. And I just realized that wasn't for me. It might be for some other people, but I realized I was essentially wasting my time in that instead of being more involved in my business, in my relationship at the time with my friends and family, or working out. Um, that was actually also one of the times that was I was the heaviest in my time. I was like 80 something kilos, maybe 87 or something. And then you could see it on me. And uh, yeah, so I, I was down prioritizing everything um, to game and to pacify this, let's say, child inside of me that was hurt because the company didn't go as I planned and as I thought. And then that my dreams were not... Um, yeah, deploying uh, as I hoped that they would. And of course, that's a tough, tough reality to deal with. And But just pacifying yourself with gaming, I don't think personally is the way to do it. You can talk to friends about it. You can write in a journal what your experience was, what you learned from it. Um, you can like exercise and, and stuff like that to try to sort of get over it and let some time pass. But what you're doing with gaming is like, oh, I don't want to accept this reality. And what we know from psychology, at least what I read, is one of the worst things to do with trauma and with like things like this is to try to deny or like neglect it and, and cover it and hopes it goes away, goes away. No, instead, you have to accept what happened, see if you can learn something from it. If you want to do it in the future again, do it like better. Um, so yeah, I would say that has helped me the most. Yeah, I think like avoiding your life is a big part of what happens with gaming because you can just escape. You don't have to think about what's going on. You don't have to worry about it. You know, you're in a flow state. You're just, you're playing games. And then what happens though is when you turn the game off and you look around and your life is in the exact same place and you still feel that pain or you feel that frustration, then you just wanna go back to games because then you can escape it. Yeah. And so it, it's numbing those emotions, but it's not solving any of the problems. Mm -hmm. And that there's a big distinction I think that people need to understand about gaming can be a relaxing activity. Yeah. It can be a way to just decompress and relax. And that's fine if it also leads you afterwards to going and, and dealing with whatever it is that you need to deal with. But if it's just letting you escape and you're not 
then turning around to actually like make any progress in those areas of your, of your lives that, that aren't working, then it very easily becomes a vicious cycle. Yeah. And one thing I would say is that real life feels like slow-mo compared to games. And I think it's a little bit difficult transition if you're doing a lot of gaming, as you said, you some can do it for relaxing, but if you do a lot of gaming, then when you turn around to real life, it's like, oh, it takes this many hours of work for me to be able to go on a vacation or do I have to hold a job and like wake up every day? So everything feels like slow-mo and more grinding sometimes in real life. But I think we just need to, to change our mindset and say that actually there's value in that slow-mo and there's value in, let's say, having a job, earning some money, going on a vacation. Like, you see, I've been quite disciplined and hardworking the past three and a half, four years. Um, so that has allowed me, for example, now to come to Thailand, to experience this beautiful, you know, country and this sea and all these islands and beautiful mountains that, that we have here. So in a sense, actually working towards something that is real and you're working towards something that can give you joy on a different level and memories on a different level. So, you know, I'm going to remember this trip um, until I'm old, most likely, and I'm going to be telling it to my kids and whatever. And it has expanded my horizon so much of how different parts of the world are and, and how life can be different in some ways, like maybe less stressful. I think there's such a chill vibe, especially here on the island. Um, and I think it's worth it. Yeah, you have to think a bit more long term. Yeah, you have to be disciplined to some extent. But you have to find that thing for you personally that's motivating enough to get yourself out of the gaming chair and just do something that's, you know, worth it for you. And for me, like traveling and exploring the world, it's definitely worth it. But then also finding some pleasure in my work, trying to become better at my work, you know, trying to learn uh, a new system or a new how a component works or whatever. Um, and I, of course, I don't always do it, but I have this curiosity that I think helps to drive me. Yeah. And I, I think one, one thing that you and I definitely share similarities in our story is that, you know, for, for me, I realized I needed to make a change because I didn't like my life. And it was very clear to me that like where I was going to move forward, I didn't know goals. Like if you asked me at the time, like what my goals were. I didn't know really other than I did not want to stay in the same place I was because it was not working for me. Mm -hmm. I was like anxious, depressed, having panic attacks. I had no friends. I was very lonely, resentful that I have a girlfriend or like I had no connection in my life. My relationship with my family was very poor and I knew that could not continue. And so I had to at least stop all of that mm -hmm. and stop gaming which was really the first step for me and then i know you know i often share that when you stop gaming that's really only the first step it's yeah like now what else are you gonna do with your time but for me initially it was one goal of like improving my social skills and then that turned into like once i had a job then it was like well i want to be my own boss and then i want to be able to work anywhere in the world so i want to travel and then eventually it led to like, I want to live in Thailand and 
you know, have kind of the experience that, that we've got to have the last mm -hmm. couple of days. Yeah. And so my goals as I've improved and my vision for my life has expanded, expanded. Yeah. I've then had been able to, to identify what those new goals or new targets are going to be. But those are just giving you a sense of direction. I think that's such a, a great point. So maybe in the beginning, don't start too big, right? Don't go from like zero to 1000. Try to go like zero to 10 in the sense of try to set a goal that is motivating, but it's also achievable, right? If you guys know about the smart goals, try to set some smart goals, some realistic attainable goals. Because if you go from, oh, I have no money, you know, living in with my parents to I'm moving to Thailand, like that's not going to happen. And you're going to feel discouraged because that, that didn't happen. So instead just like, okay, I want to have this much money in savings to begin with, like, let's say 500 or $1,000 or whatever. Um, so start with some achievable goals. And like you said, then your vision will expand. And then you start to feel this sense of real fulfillment from achieving your goals. And then you will want to achieve more, right? And it's something that's tangible in real life that gives you a different feeling. Like, of course, it's nice walking in a forest in, in Witcher 3. It looks nice. But when you walk in a beautiful forest in real life, that's a completely different feeling, right? And the texture and the, the, the lining and everything is, is just so much more real and stunning. And that's what a gaming free life can give you, I think. There, there was a comment yesterday from someone who shared that since they've stopped gaming, they've realized how much life gaming was robbing from them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just to share for everyone. So yesterday, uh, Leo and I went to a spot, my favorite spot here on the island called King's Garden. And it's on the beach, uh, Shuang Beach in Koh Samoy for anyone who's wandering. And we were there and, you know, at one point it was like, you know, let's go swim in the water. And, you know, you didn't have a swimsuit, but you were like, I have shorts. So like, I'll just like jump in the water or whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and, and we were swimming and it was like, you know, crystal clear water, like sunny day, just, just a beautiful day. Beautiful day. And there was a moment where, you know, I recognized like, you know, okay, the sun's kind of going down. We're going to go for dinner. So I'll go and like shower and get changed. And, and you said, you know. I'm just going to stay here for a couple more moments. Yeah, yeah. There was, the sun was setting, right? And I was just, it's too beautiful to go out right now. I was just enjoying, and I don't know, this feeling of blissfulness and this feeling that you, I don't think you can get in a video game. You get some nice feelings, of course, because that's why we love video games so much. Um, but the real life feeling of like seeing the sunset and being in the water, um, I don't think you can replicate that. Exactly. And, it, and it, it, it's the colors at, you know, golden hour mm -hmm. with, the, with the water and, and just the, the sand and, and all of those sensations. And I, and I think with gaming, you, you have sensation, but the sensation is just up, like from your head up. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's intellectual, right? Yeah. It's in your mind. It's a simulation at the end of the day of or like, your brain getting dopamine hits based on what the eyes observe, but you're not engaging your whole body. You're not engaging um, an actual environment in its fullness. And and there and you know being in the water with the sand, with the sun, with with the sunset, you're you're experiencing so much more sensation in your in your body. 
and, and we're lucky enough to have worked many, many years to be able to experience this. But for those of you like at home who like live in a small place, I don't know, like this sort of experiences don't just happen in Thailand at King's Garden Beach. No, you can go in a forest nearby, you can go at a lake or a beach nearby, because I don't live, I live in Denmark, I live, I don't live next to such a, a beautiful place as Koh Samui, but I still go out and try to experience, I do some mountain biking, get some excitement from, you know, going up and, and down those little uh, paths, and even in your back garden or wherever, just down the street, around the corner, you can always find like a beautiful spot. And I think it's worth taking that time for yourself to nurture yourself, nurture your soul, nurture um, the fact that, you know, you have a body that's working, that's functional, um, and you can do this thing. So why don't you give yourself this gift? Why don't you give yourself the gift of life, the gift of, this beautiful planet that we live in, and it's everywhere you can find a beautiful spot. I know Dom, who uh, you know helps us a lot with scripts. Shout out to Dom. He uh, his YouTube channel is Discipline of Improvement. So definitely go give him a, a subscription and and just check him out. But uh, he's in Estonia, mm -hmm. and you know he always talks to me about how much he loves the nature in Estonia, and you know he's jumping into the the cold plunge pond or lake by his house and so you know for for him it's recognizing like the nature around him mm -hmm. and even where i'm from in, in canada so i i grew up in calgary which is near banff national park and you know growing up there it, it felt just normal to me to be surrounded by mountains like that but after traveling around the world i've traveled to over 30 countries now i have such a deep appreciation for what i had growing up mm. because that's unique in the world. It's a very unique area. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking yesterday about, you know, I live, I live on Koh Samoy and it's an island and there's a lot of benefits to that. And there are also some downsides, but a huge part of what I've tried to focus on while living here is finding what's special about this area that maybe is unique here that, that isn't available elsewhere. And when I lived in San Diego, it was surfing at sunset with dolphins and then going for fish tacos. It was like my favorite thing. Living here, I don't have that same opportunity. But snorkeling or floating in crystal clear water or the go-kart racing, like opportunities that are here, uh, you know, riding on a scooter through some mountains on just a, a small little road trip. Th there are such unique things about every place that you live if you open yourself up to, to embracing those and looking for them and connecting to them. And if you start to treat where you live, wherever you live right now, if you look for what makes this place special, if someone moved here because yeah. they want to be around there, what would that be? Yeah. And you start to connect to those things, you open yourself up a little bit, it'll transform your entire life and, and where you live. And so really look for like what makes a place special wherever you are and embrace that. Absolutely. And I think this links very, very beautifully into this, this concept of being grateful and like having gratitude in your life. And I think that many times as a gamer, well, first of all, we don't, we don't do this so much, but it's a change in mindset where you try to think, okay, I don't have much, but what, whatever I have, I have to appreciate that. 
So it might be that you've been gaming for the last, I don't know, five, 10 years, or you're just young and you haven't had time to achieve much. That's completely normal. But then you have your body, so I'm thankful for my body. I'm thankful for my healthy, you know, uh, body or mind. I'm, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for the place where I live. I'm thankful for, there's so many things to be thankful for, small and big. And I think those are like stepping stones then to achieve uh, your your goals and whatever you, you set out for yourself. Because if you come out of gaming and you feel like you have nothing, it can be quite discouraging when you come up, come from this uh, mindset of, of, of uh, uh, lacking, that I'm missing this and I'm missing that and I cannot do this or that because of this and that. And some of those are, are, are true, but that's not where you want to have your focus. You want to have your focus on what I have what friends I have and, and how can I work together with them, maybe, you know, start a business with them or, or whatever. So I think it's this, this big change in, in mindset. The gratitude is really important. And, and for people watching who maybe are at the start of their journey, the clarity of no longer wanting to be in, in the pain that you're in in your life and wanting to make a change in order to start to improve by, for instance, stopping gaming as an initial step. There's so much clarity available for you in that. You don't need to know like all the goals that you have, or you can, those can expand over time. But recognizing that where you're at currently is not where you want to continue to be is powerful. Beyond that, the mindset that you can start to cultivate is to be a creator instead of a consumer. When you're gaming, you're consuming entertainment. You're consuming social media. You're consuming YouTube. You're just consuming. You're a passive object in your life and the world is meant to entertain you. This is how you're functioning. Even if you're starting at the very beginning, if you have a mindset of being a creator, not a content creator, but a creator of your life, creating the life that you want and the experience you want to have in life, not only will that lead you to for instance, starting a business or, or, or just entering an industry that you're really passionate about and saving money and, and being able to travel through that means, but also creating the type of, I guess, in some ways, spiritual experience of life that you want to have, which starts with the gratitude and starts with the appreciation and, and embracing what you have available in your environment, wherever that is. Mm -hmm. And I think that mindset of being a creator instead of a consumer creating the life that you want is so powerful and it will create so much magic in your life, but it comes from embracing your ability to impact your life and to actually be able to lead your life in a different direction than the one that you're currently in. Yeah. Uh, and I want to take this two steps back um, and talk about back in 2018, 2019, when I was like struggling with my gaming addiction, but one thing that was <clears throat> quite important, it's a bit difficult to talk about, I was actually quite depressed at the time as well because the business failed, because my relationship at the time was, was quite difficult, my girlfriend um, and so forth. So it was a very tough period. Um, and I actually think that sometimes gaming helped me, let's say from doing something stupid, right? Like hurting myself or whatever. So if you're at that point, if you're that low and like 
you think it's either I do something really bad or I game for, you know, two, three hours, then I say, you know, you game, game to keep yourself afloat. But then as soon as you get the possibility, um, yeah, realize that that gaming is not a way to build your life, is not a good focus to have in your life because it takes so much away from your life. It, it simply does. It takes so much focus. It's like it's sucking it also when you're not gaming. And then I think that after stopping gaming, after getting help from the community, that I was able to better help heal my depression because I was now taking the time to go out in nature, which uh, as there's some, some research indicates that is, you know, beneficial and can help um, alleviate some of the symptoms. And just taking time for myself to heal, taking time to go to the gym to increase my dopamine, right? Um, so, you know, you can go from a really negative point in your life. And I was really so low that, you know, I didn't want to be anymore. That's how bad it was. And now I'm so thankful that I have, I didn't do anything stupid. And then I got the help that I needed and then I took care of myself. So if anyone out there is struggling with depression, you know, that that's really serious and take care of yourself and ask for support, open up to people. People care about you. People want the best for you. Like your friends, your family are there for you both when it's good and when it's bad. Um, and just don't do anything stupid that you'll, you know, will regret, get help. Um, and that, that helped, helped me a lot to, to have some experts as well, some professionals that actually know what they're talking. Fan, friends and family are great, especially if you have good friends and family that can listen to you and not be so judgmental. And sometimes you have to tell them, listen, just listen to me now. Don't be judgmental. I just need somebody to talk to. But then going that extra step and asking help from a professional, you know, with whatever problem you have, um, if it's depression, right, you go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist, whatever you, how severe you think it is. But if it's gaming addiction, then you go to somebody that has expertise in gaming addiction because that's a specific problem. Like, for example, you have spent many, many years understanding, documenting, writing, you know, hundreds of articles on. So get help. And so many people in the community connect to that feeling depressed, feeling down, not knowing how they're going to possibly improve their lives. Not just you were there, I was there. I was deeply depressed when I decided to make a change. I know so many people right now either have, have you know, joined the community at that point in their life or are currently at that point in their life. And I just want everyone to know there's so much hope because like hundreds and thousands of us have been at that point where we felt like it was never gonna get better and it will get better and it will take action, it will take effort, mm -hmm. it will take support and there is support available. So I never give up, real life is worth fighting for and we're here to help. Absolutely. Now, we had some questions on Discord. So if you're not on the Game Quiz Discord, there's a Game Quiz Discord now. You can go to discord.gg slash gamequitters and you can join. And we asked uh, some questions. We asked people if they had any questions. So There's some good questions in there that we um, 
we got so we could yeah. address some of those. So just shout out everyone in the Discord. We appreciate you. And if you're not in there already, we'd love to have you. And so one question was, for the average person struggling with gaming addiction, is it better to try to mindfully limit time spent gaming or go all in to delete your accounts and you know sell your PlayStation, sell your Xbox? Based on all the interactions I had with people in the forum and with friends and also my own experience, I think it's much easier to just cut it out than it is to moderate it. Because moderation itself also takes effort, also takes focus. So, you know, let's say through some sort of, you have some sort of superhuman discipline that you can only game like once a week or once a month, um, then you have to think, okay, when is that happening? How do I make sure I don't play more than, let's say, you know, four hours or whatever you set up for yourself that week? And then when you finish gaming, you're like, you're still thinking about it and like, you're looking forward to the next time. It's focus and guys, we have limited focus and we have important things to, to, to use our focus on. So try to prioritize those things. And I know it's difficult and I'm not saying don't relax, relax, but gaming is just not, um, a good platform to have in your life because it takes so much focus away. So I would say uh, better to go cold turkey, especially if you're struggling and, and, and if you're uh, relapsing, just try to get rid of as much as possible. And a lot of people see that over the last year on Game Quiz on the YouTube channel, in the community, we've been much more open about people moderating their gaming. And a big part of this is because there are so many different gamers around the world yeah. and not everyone has a severe addiction. Many people do. And some people are just, maybe it's increasing conflict. Maybe it's just a little bit too much. It's not a big issue in their life, but it is causing some problems. And in, in that instance, more of a harm reduction approach of reducing the negative impact from gaming can be a helpful strategy. This is where it's very, very important though, to understand yourself. I'm someone who, I, I'm much better at being either all in or all out. When I try to moderate things, like you said, it takes a certain amount of effort and focus. And often that effort and focus, for me, I spend all my effort and focus trying to moderate something that if I just stopped, I wouldn't have to waste my time or effort trying to moderate. Yeah. For someone else, if they cut gaming cold turkey, it can be so confronting and, and so difficult that it leads to you know, much more significant issues. For them, it may be helpful initially to just start to cut back. Maybe not play every day, every couple days, or switch games. So, you know, I don't play World of Warcraft anymore. I don't play League of Legends or Counter-Strike, but I do play chess. And chess for me is a lot of fun. It's, you know, I like the competition element, but today, I don't know, it's, it's 5.30. I haven't played chess today. Don't really care. Haven't even thought about yeah, it. Exactly. And if I didn't play chess today, I wouldn't even know. Whereas before, my entire life revolved around 
when am I going to play CS? When am I, I going to play WoW? Mm -hmm. And how am I going to get that into my life? And so you have to really understand yourself. Switching to different games can sometimes be a, a one strategy that you can use. But if you've been trying to moderate for a long time and you haven't been able to achieve that, you also have to be honest with yourself about that Absolutely. and just say, okay, maybe it's actually time for me to stop. Because if you do cut it out, you go through a detox, you go cold turkey, it will be confronting. It will be difficult, but it will also give you the motivation you need to find new things to do with your time, to learn to schedule your day, to make some new friends, and to do the things that are actually going to get you to the place where you're happy and healthy in your life anyways. And so sometimes it's, it's you need that leverage in your life to be able to do those things. Whereas if you've been trying to moderate for a long time and you haven't been successful, it's because you're not doing the things that are ultimately going to help you be, be successful because gaming is just, it, 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 it takes too much focus and effort for you to actually moderate. Yeah. And don't underestimate yourself, right? You have more in you than you think to, to quit. And especially if you relapsed and you know that struggle, and I know that struggle as well, because uh, I have relapsed in the past many, many times, you know that it doesn't feel good right afterwards to be like, oh, I relapsed again. I have to sort of start over. I had this nice, beautiful, like 200 day streak or 100 or 15 or whatever. Um, so don't underestimate yourself. You're strong and you can do this if you want to. Just find that motivation in your life uh, to want to, to change and get, get help from, from friends and family, um, whoever you can. All right, next question. Do you think it's important to get out of the gamer mindset? And if so, how do you do it? Um, I, I think at heart, I will always be like a little bit of a gamer. Like I think games are, are cool and I like them and I don't want to talk trash about them, but I just think gaming addiction in itself is a problem, which is what I have and is what a lot of people have. Um, so I would say, don't think about games all day. Don't do a lot of that. But at the same time, the way you, you do so what the question was, how'd you get out of the, the, the gaming mindset is you find other things that are interested in your life and get your mindset into those things. I don't know, for example, for me, it's into mountain biking or it's a stand-up comedy. That's another thing that I started doing. I started doing stand-up comedy about a year ago and I would have never done that if I was gaming, um, because I know myself, I would have just like, what do I want to do now? Do I want to write jokes or do I want to game? Of course I want to game. Do I want to go on stage in front of an audience where I'm nervous and where it feels like scary and potentially embarrass myself or do I want to game? Of course I want to game. So, you know, gaming can easily take priority. So get interested in other things, stand up, whatever that might be for you, some sport, some sort of uh, hobby. And that's where your mindset goes. Try to see how you can become like half a percent better at that every day. You know, like for example, since I came to Th Thailand, I've been gathering material for my stand-up. I think I wrote um, like 30 jokes already. 
Some might be good, some might not be as good, but still I feel I have um, something that's going to both remind me of the experience and help entertain other people and help them have a good time on a Sunday evening. Funny thing, last night there was, I'm saying I was staying at a social hostel and they have a nice big screen and they have a PlayStation there. And I was like, uh, oh, PlayStation, who's going to play like on vacation in Thailand? And then one guy comes and then he logs out of that account. He logs into his own account and he starts downloading GTA 5. And it was so slow. And this guy was waiting there for maybe one and a half hour for his game to download while I was playing pool, a lot of people having drinks. It was such a good time. This guy was just like waiting with a controller in his hand. And I was like, it's a little bit sad, isn't it? You come all the way from wherever you came to Thailand, um, pay for food, pay for, for accommodation and whatever. And then you're just staying in front of PlayStation again. And that shows a little bit of how much gaming can hook you, right? Because let's say I'm into mountain biking. Uh, and of course I could search for mountain biking to do, but it's not something in my mind that is like, oh, I have to do this thing. And I don't know. I just thought it was a little bit sad that staying in front of the PlayStation in Thailand coming from wherever part of the world. So to go back to the gamer mindset, uh, I have a video on YouTube called The Truth About Being a Gamer, which talks all about gamer identity and how to shift it. Shifting your identity as a gamer is very important if you do want to move on. And so you, you can go check out that video, The Truth About Being a Gamer. And just to wrap up, I want to come back to that comment that I read yesterday about how when, when this individual stopped gaming, they realized how much gaming had been robbing them of their life. And, you know, I think the experience we had yesterday on the beach, in the water, enjoying the sun, enjoying the sunset, you know, we're about to go for dinner to a place that uh, I always love to take people to. It's called Boon Rise. Uh, they have like this amazing Mossimum curry and, and seafood and just, you know, it, it, it's special experience for us. I have a lot of memories there. And it, it's just that sort of connection with life that I'm thankful now that I'm able to embrace and share also with, with others. You know, I'm excited to bring you. And just for everyone listening, for everyone watching, don't let gaming rob you of your life. There's so much beautiful life out there. But if you sit in front of a computer screen and you just play games, you'll always choose that because it's always going to be the most exciting, most immediate, most immediately gratifying option. But if you break away from it, you can start with a 90-day detox. Thousands of people have done it and their lives are forever changed. You can start there and you can start to embrace life instead of have it rob you of your life. Yeah, and you have you have nothing to lose, right? And you have everything to gain. You have an amazing life to gain. What are you going to lose? You're going to lose uh, a little bit of fun. You're going to lose a, an, an exclusive event that comes again next year about this time. Uh, you know, yeah, you, it's, it's, you lose some things that they, they simulate as you know, exciting and whatever, but you have your whole life to gain and so many experiences and so many beautiful moments that you can create for yourself. Like I said, find that thing for you. Um, and it doesn't have to be something, you know, it doesn't have to be your life purpose, it just have to be something that you're interested in 
and just take some steps in that direction. And maybe along the way, you'll find your life purpose. But I found personally, life purpose is as much about deciding that this is the thing that I want to do. It doesn't necessarily come as a revelation from the sky. It's like you find something that's interesting and you're like, okay, I want to focus on this. So just, just find something for yourself that motivates you now. Now, for people looking for resources, you can go to gamingforce.com. We have a ton of articles, videos, support communities, coaching programs, courses. Everything is there. So you can go on gamequiz.com. You can take the quiz on the homepage. It'll ask you a set of nine questions that will help you understand if you have a gaming hobby or a gaming problem. And so again, you can go on gamequiz.com and take the quiz on the homepage. And Leo, just thanks so much for, for being here. I'm super happy. Thank to you so much for, for having me here. Like I came all the way to Koh Samui to, to meet with you because uh, you've been such a, an inspiration and I think you're doing a great and very, very important job for, for the world because gaming addiction, I think doesn't get, get enough, um, like attention and yeah, thank you on behalf of the entire community for everything you've done for us. Thanks. And yeah, I look forward to going to Romania, going on like a road trip through the mountains. Sounds great. Uh, sounds really fun and, and definitely something that now is on my list. So look forward to that. And I hope everyone watching, listening is having a great day and, and we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Thank you guys. Bye.